Welcome to Juice Podcast. I'm Emily Harmon. I'm Gwen Douglas. And this is Juice Podcast. Exactly. Here we are again. <laughs> We're at Gwen's. And we are doing... I'm enjoying the chair. This is quite a chair. a chair, isn't it? It is. You just It's a throne, I think. I know. I think that's what I like. It, it kind of suits throne. me a little bit. It suits every woman that sits I think we so. We are all queens. <laughs> <laughs> In our own right. Right. Yeah. There are many men that are also queens in that chair. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody becomes a queen when they sit in this chair. Not prince, a yeah. queen. No, because it's kind of peacocky, isn't it? Exactly. It's like, it is a peacock chair. It totally is, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Is that what it's actually yeah. called? Okay. I mean, I feel like one. So. I've also got one at the shop because I love this. It's a slightly smaller time. version, isn't it? Or is yeah, it's it exactly, a slightly. Yeah. It doesn't have the big back. Yeah. They do come in really exceptionally large framed peacock chairs. There's some really fancy ones. Oh my god! I mean, I'm I feel like yeah. I mean, I could go double the size. Even. Yeah. Like you just feel like you could get. You just room. have a room exactly like, with the chair. Welcome to my throne room. <laughs> I will greet you in that room when One you day. come round. There'll be a carpet. There'll be my throne, and you might be invited in. That's the dream. <laughs> throne room. Anyway, so today, we're already off topic. <laughs> yeah, today, we haven't even introduced we the topic today. So we have two ones. Yeah, we're doing sweet wine two point hour revisited. Yeah, we had a lot of requests about sweet wine again, so we just thought we'd dig into some different right. or lesser known or unusual styles of sweet wine. So also, because we sometimes cover topics that are natural, let's say, uh, I chose to bring a wine that's, I guess would be a natural sweet wine. Yours is so out Wild. there. I think that this, like the wine that you've bought... I don't think there's any other wine like it. No, I'm actually a bit afraid to open this bottle, to be honest. <laughs> no, stop. Nothing's bad. I'm happen. terrified because it's so volatile that when they... So I bought this at Viniculture here. I bought it, I'm going to say, maybe two years ago. It's been in the fridge since because they did tell me that because it's so volatile that it needs to have constant cool temperature. It did make me laugh when you told me it's 2014, it's been in the fridge since. And I was like... <laughs> It's been Not in the fridge since, since 2014. I did think that earlier on. I was like, oh my God, she I've needs been to around in an organ Stop rotation. It's not happening yeah. at Gwen's place. It's because it's not one that like... I mean, I'm going to open it tonight because let's be real. It's been two years and we haven't found an occasion for it. I bought two bottles. I originally bought this when I did a um, pop-up dinner. I did the wine for a pop-up dinner with Lucas Ratz and Rebel Rebel a couple of years ago. And I, I had remember. to... Yeah, and I had to choose... Everything had to be low sulfur or no sulfur, but both the desserts for the dinner were ice cream, and ice cream is notoriously difficult to pair with. So we went with this one because it was sort of, it's actually pretty good with chocolate and sweet things, yeah. caramel, but it's definitely one that you have to drink quickly because it's so volatile. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of build-up. There's a lot I know, of anticipation. It's going to be like total shit. <laughs> this is like a thriller, isn't it? I know. It's going to be the most ordinary thing when we open it. Oh, I've had it before, but I... This one I'm goes through careful. stages, if I remember. Like, yes. I remember it was fizzy at one point. It's just a strange one. Look, the first time I tried this, like, mate, that would maybe be three years ago. I was like, what the hell is know, this? It's, it's quite strange. It's off the wall. So it's named after a film, if I remember rightly. La Cosa. La Cosa. The Thing. The thing. A horror movie. Yeah, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I did take some notes on my giant iPad here. Oh, they should get an old retro label on there. That'd be quite funny. Do you remember the blob? Yeah. Oh, my God. I used to be terrified of the blob the growing blob. up. <laughs> it was just like basically jelly, wasn't it? Or jello, if you're American. Like jello that like... If, it, if you I mean, came terrifying. in contact with it, you just... 
it just it just so, took you over. We used to play. Did one. you ever used to play the game called the Blob? No. So we had a game called the Blob, which involved my dad under a duvet. <laughs> And you would hide. It's like hide and seek. You'd hide anywhere you could in the house. Yeah. And he's going around, so he can't see because he's got the duvet over him. But if he <laughs> finds you, he has to cover you fully with the duvet, and then, and then you've been, been eaten by consumed. the blob, consumed by the blob, and you're okay. out of the game. So the last person to remaining wins. See, this is what this is how children played before iPads. A dad in a comforter. <laughs> this is when parents had to make an effort. Yes, exactly. Just right. <laughs> hand them the thing and be like... My dad just sort of rode me around for hours. Like, well, it never end. <laughs> good exercise, get too. tired. Yeah, it was. It was very it's fun. Very good exercise. Yeah. So this one is from Castilla y Leon. Okay, which Spain. is a very large area in Spain. Actually, central Spain. Mm-hmm. And the winery... I mean, I think you're Spanish. Shall I open it? I feel like you're leaving um, for me to open. I am. Because I'm it might. just afraid of it all around. Okay. So originally, when, when they first got these at, at uh, Vinicultur, they said they could only ship them in a suction pack, like a because they were popping their corks out. So there's even a picture on their website of the bottle in a that's ridiculous plastic bag. Yeah. So that's why I've had it in the fridge for so long. I mean, it's been taking up fridge space. Lucas will be really happy that he can I don't know, ferment other things in the back of the fridge. <laughs> what else is fermenting in the fridge? Sometimes. I mean, that had a little... Whee! A little bit, yeah. A smidge. Yeah. Um, sometimes there's pumpkin fermenting back there. I don't know. He, he has some experiments. He's what a chef. F- fermented pumpkin? I don't know. In strips. You put it in salads. And okay. Some sort of fermentation thing. So it's made with muscatel de uh, Alexandria. Yes. I'm not going to even try to say that in Spanish. And they use uh, wild yeasts, which I think we'll also discuss when we get to yours. Yeah. Wild yeasts. It and, is uh, definitely, I mean, look at that. Fizz. I mean, it's fizzy and it's very odd because it almost looks like oil when you pour oh, it. It's really strange. I mean, it smells. It's almost like it's pretty good, together. actually. It's got a lot of sediment. It's also, I think, unfined and unfiltered. I mean, just to, I mean, it's you can't alive. really see, but it does actually look a little bit. I kind of want to put the cork back in it, or a cork, just for now, because I think. You, what you, uh, yeah. Not that I'm going to smash this later, but I'll just use I that now. Um, it looks alive still. I mean, it looks like a lava lamp. You can't, it doesn't really show so I'm well. for that. But look, can you see and all the sediment? And there's so much sediment. It's like thick It's like tarry black bits as tarry. well. Okay, have a, have a sniff of that. I mean, look at right it. Now, it looks it's, really. It looks it's, like somebody's made special brew at home. Know, yeah, like iron brew. <laughs> I mean, iron brew would have, like I don't know. <laughs> but I have a whiff. It smells amazing. It's kind of like creeping onto the edges of a glass. Okay. Oh, it smells really fantastic. It's really perfumed. What's that very cheap oh. ale that like homeless <laughs> people drink in the UK? It's like eight percent. Oh, I feel like my sister's husband told me about this. I think it might be special brew. It's got a, a little bit of sweaty sock about it, hasn't it? I know, but I think I'm just like... But... It's like kumquat and like... Kumquat. Some kumquats, the little tiny... Yeah, no, I know what a kumquat yeah. is, yeah. Just, no, it's I'm appreciating cum- your tasting yeah. note. I think kumquat and... There's definitely like... There's a rubbery note to yeah. it, right? But there's also this like... Rubber tyre. Like, um... Yeah, petroly kind of. Yeah. But there's definitely also like apricot, but like heavily stewed apricots. Yeah, agreed. I agree with that. There's definitely like a stewed stone fruit thing going on. And then that little zingy citrusy thing. 
Yeah, a lot of citrus, almost like orange pith or something. I think it smells really good. I really like the smell. So the colour's also different from when... What? I tried it before. The acidity. Fucking hell. I mean, sorry. <laughs> so acidic. It's really acidic. It has a balsamic quality about it. Not yet, but it will do in about an hour. Okay. So it's... Normally, How many bottles are you drinking of this? No, I just remember it. From, <laughs> I love that you're like, I've timed it. This note comes in in 45 minutes in an hour and a half from now. You'll expect so the actually, strawberry to yeah. arrive. <laughs> but we did actually have to do this for that dinner because okay. the bottle, the bottles had to be open. It was a big dinner of people. So people had to be served. Things had to be prepped. Yeah. But they couldn't be opened before service. There was sort of a like timing wise because yeah. it does change color a little bit. It is a little volatile, so it will. What's the evolve. varietal as well, Gwen? Sorry, it was the Muscat, just a hundred percent Muscat. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, because it says a part of volat. Like I did a Google Translate search from German, so it's gonna be like it has sort of a volatile acidity, which is usually a wine defect. But this is kind of what makes this wine a little bit special. That it's still sort of alive in the bottle. Yeah, so that volatile acidity presents itself on the nose with this kind of nail polish remove a note. That's Which actually was expecting more. I thought it'd be more. I think, yeah, maybe I the other. I don't think it's gone down, but I think the um, the other aromas have come up because I, I do remember trying this wine Is over it? time. I've tried it a few times. Yeah. It's definitely less fizzy, but yeah. it's got this um, apple vinegar note on the mm. palate, so that makes it a little bit more of a challenge for some people totally. because it is out there. But I think with the right food, this can be a really interesting sweet wine. I also wine don't think you need to pair this... I would with pair anything? this with a savoury dish. Like, mm. imagine, like, an autumnal pork dish with mushrooms and nuts. I'm thinking that there's even a, like, famous um, dish from Burgundy, I think, that's made with, like, tons of slices of, like, orange and citrus that's, like, baked yeah. with um, chicken. I was, gonna, I was thinking chicken with things like radicchio or chicory, yeah, endive, you know, like, cooked endive, sort of, like, like, where there's greens. this bitter sweetness... Yeah. Because this has got a lot of that. sweet and sour. I mean, even sweet and sour pork. I think when you try trying wines like this, you have to really remember, like, like it's a bit like when we went flower shopping and you're like, you can just do what you want. Pick the ones you want to go yeah. with it. And it's the same with wine. Like, there doesn't need to be no a set rule, yeah. particularly with this wine. If you like it and you like how it tastes, play around yeah. with what it works with. Try, try it, lots of things. If anything, I would actually be, me, myself, more inclined to pair this with a savoury dish. I think that could be really cool. You know, it's funny though. I feel like when I tried Something it fatty. a couple of years ago, that it it wasn't the same. <laughs> I definitely think it had I a lot I think it's continued boss. to ferment a little bit. Yeah, I actually it's less busy. It's a bit better than it was a couple of years ago. I remember this being almost abrasive. Yes, me too. That's why I'm actually quite surprised that it's yeah. as nice as it is right now. But I do think this isn't one that you, like, lounge about drinking. because Yeah, I and I don't know if grandma would like it. No, 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 don't buy it. Well, it depends how sassy your grandma is. But, I, yeah, I had to buy this because I had to do something natural and low sulfite. Yeah. And, and it had to be from particular shops. So this was sort of... But the more it's open, it's starting to get these sort of aromatic... The aromatics are starting to come out. These floral notes are coming yeah, out. It's almost yeah, like totally. iris or something. Mm-hmm. I actually think that I should grab some other glasses and we leave some of this in the glass. Sounds great. Try yours yeah. and then have another little go in a bit. Break time. Here we are. We're going to do wine number two. So wine number two. My bottle. So we'll compare the two next to each other. So we have... Um, 
the 2017 straw wine from Malinu. Mm, Malinu. So uh, I was in South Africa last year. Had my eyes open to South African wine. It was so good. It was such mm-hmm. an amazing trip. What an incredible place and uh, what an incredible community of people. It's mm-hmm. a very, very special place. Um, mostly due to the people and also the landscape is quite stunning. So here with this wine, we're in the Swartland. Um, so it's an area around an hour outside of Cape Town, okay. but it's a large region. Uh, very, very famous, obviously, for Chenin Blanc is the main grape variety, but also wheat production as well. So you, when I was there, you just saw golden fields everywhere and then mm-hmm. these sort of mountains cropping up. Soils are mixed. There's a lot of granitic sand, uh, but some shale um, and granite even in some parts. Um but yeah, super mixed. And mainly the, I would say this is the main region in South Africa for high quality, like bush vine, Chenin Blanc. Um, cool. This particular winery is a husband and wife team. Okay. Uh, Andrea and Chris Malinu or Malino. I never know how to say that correctly. I'm sorry, <laughs> guys. Um, yeah, they started up in 2007. I actually tasted their wines for the first time when I was working uh, as a buyer in London. So it would have been 2011, 2012 and listed the dry wines and it wasn't until maybe three years ago two or three years ago that i tried the sweet wine through hendrik tomar at vine am limit 